0: Gabby, welcome to the show. How are you?
1: Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me.
2: Well, we're, well glad. we're excited. I'm sure that you were excited about the year starting, and how how have you been handling the fact that the year started and then stopped before it really even started?
1: Um, I mean, it was kind of weird going and having off season, and then now prepare or preparing for the very first tournament, and then now it's kind of like we have to start all over with off season. So, I mean, it's been a little chaotic, but, I mean, I'm sure everybody's doing the exact same thing I'm doing, but golf courses are now opening up, so it's you're finally getting to be able to see your golf ball fly, not just hitting into a net. But I'm really looking forward to the season, so I'm really excited for it to come up.
0: All right, so when we left off, where were you? And, and what what are they telling you about what's left for you? As, as we've heard now, the LPGA is going to do what so many of the other tours are doing. Uh which is you're you're playing two years now. It, it's a it's a mega card, but so where does that put you?
1: Yeah, so basically, I have really good status on Semester. I can play in every event, so that's always a good sign. Um, so whether or not if I chose to play this year or not, which I'm going to, but if I even if I chose to not play, I still have the exact same status for 2021. So that's always nice. I mean, they're taking everybody's safety in consideration. Um, so that's I mean. The I mean the difference is is if we're really gonna play, the chances to get an LPGA card are really unlikely. Just because nobody's moving, I and mean, if everybody gets the same status, how could somebody who's played get LPGA status if, like, if you really aren't playing at all? So it's kind of a weird scenario.
2: It is for sure. Uh, do you prepare differently? I mean, I'm assuming they're just gonna run a, a money list that started in. January of 2020 and run it uh, through the 2021 season uh, for the Symmetra Tour players to advance. Do you prepare any differently knowing that, one, you kind of have this security that you're in this place for for a long time and are you using that time to to try to improve certain aspects of your game?
1: I mean, I think more so. I think I'm probably going to feel a lot more comfortable out there playing knowing that I can go out there and, you know, pin seek or do things that maybe that would prepare me for the LPGA. So doing things a little bit differently, just because I know that even if I don't make any money, I'll still have 2021 status. I mean, I hope that's not going to (laughs) happen. That's not the case, but I mean, even if I go out there and play lights out, I mean, you're basically just playing for money, which is, I mean, that's every week, but that's really what you're going out there for this season.
0: Nothing wrong with playing for money. <laughs> Gabby Lemieux, yep. our guest, she's playing for money. Uh, I saw mm-hmm. Noda doing something today, or, you know, I, I saw it on the Twitter. Uh, you and he both do some some work with Nike's N7 program. Tell everybody what that's all about.
1: So Nike N7 um, provides um, Aboriginal communities and Native American communities the chance to have their kids get active through sport or just basically anything to get them active. I mean, and that's something that obviously Noda has with his NB3 foundation. So they're they're pretty much correlating each other. So, I mean, just for me to be a part of that is super special because that's really what I did growing up. I mean, I played every sport under the sun. So, I mean, to be able to give that opportunity to other kids is everything I'd love to be a part of.
2: Yeah, that is is spectacular. You've had uh, some time to concentrate on that. Recently... Uh, take us back to when you were a kid. When did all the other sports uh, fuse into just golf? When did you know that this was how you wanted to spend the rest of your life?
1: So, I mean, I played, I mean, multiple sports, soccer, volleyball, basketball, tennis. I mean, I played a bunch of sports growing up. Um, but they were all, so living in Idaho, you basically get to play all sports because of all four seasons. Um, but I started playing golf when I was six. And the last time I basically dropped all my other sports was a junior in high school. So I stopped playing basketball my sophomore year in high school. And then I stopped playing volleyball my junior year in high school. And that's mainly because I committed to Texas Tech to go play golf there. And I was like, you know, my chances of getting hurt playing other sports are still very likely. So... Why not just focus on golf since that's what I'm going to be doing in college? So that's when I made the decision to do that.
0: That makes sense. You don't want to lose any time. (laughs) How much fun did you have playing (laughs) golf in college?
1: I had a blast. Um, I mean, those four years are so special to me, especially for me growing up in Idaho and going to Texas. It was a huge change on that aspect, being away from home. Um, But it it was a blast. Golf went really well over there. I became number one in the country at one point during my four years, and um, the team went to two national um, tournaments, so that's always a plus as well.
2: Yeah, uh, that is outstanding. The PGA Tour uh, is doing something going forward. Now, they put a halt to it um, because of the way that things are, but they're, they're giving a leg up to college players um, who have excelled? They're putting some ki- some some folks right out onto the uh, corn ferry tour. They're they're giving an opportunity, a reward for having a great college career. Do you think it's time for that at the professional level that that we give players like you, who were, uh, you know, really accomplished at the college level, uh, a chance when they turn professional to capitalize on that?
1: I mean, I think there's both positive and negatives to both um I mean me personally I think I feel comfortable going out there and learning so I was on Symmetra in 2018 I think it was just really a learning curve so I don't know how well I probably would have transitioned from college to LPGA I mean I hope I would have like transferred well over but um I mean I don't know I think there's positives and negatives to both
0: our guest is Gabby Lemieux playing on the Symmetra Tour this year hoping to get out on the LPGA Tour as soon as the the gates open up got the status through the uh through the Q series last year uh, a lot of folks think they understand what life on a mini tour is like and life on some sort of a supplemental tour we know that the travel costs just as much no matter no matter what you're playing for what about with these new challenges and the testing, how do you expect things to be for you on the road when you get back out there?
1: Um, like, are you talking about just after this break and traveling-wise just with all of, um, like, COVID-19 happening, or what was your question?
0: Yeah, I mean, you had a way that you were doing things. Mm-hmm. Is that going to change, and, and is that expected, to, you know, do you expect that to, to cost more?
1: Um, Yes. So that's um, one of the unfortunate things of what's going to be happening this season now is due to um, COVID-19, they aren't allowing to set up host housing. So that is a huge cost that goes down when you're allowed to get host housing. So we're going to be having to pay for hotels and um, stuff like that. So the costs will go up, um, which is going to be tough especially for this season
2: Uh, no doubt one of one of the other things that the LPGA tour has done um, and the Symmetra tour is it's caddy optional for the rest of the year Um, how does that affect you
1: um I don't think that's really going to affect me personally just because my husband's my caddy and he'll he's just going to go out and travel I mean so I know I know where he's been and (laughs) we're going places together so Um, I wouldn't assume that'd be a big deal for me, but for others, I would assume that will be, um, but I, I think it's different between LPGA and Symmetra because Symmetra, you don't necessarily need a caddy to, um, play on their little tour. So on LPGA, obviously you're always used to having a caddy. It's usually mandatory. And so now it's going to be a little different.
0: All right. We got to hear that story. The, the, Husband and wife, player caddy teams, are usually entertaining, Gabby. Uh, one of the two <laughs> hosts that you're talking to lived that life on the PGA Tour. Uh, how did you guys come to decide this was the arrangement you were using?
1: Um, you know, it kind of just happened. Um, while we were dating, I played in a couple tournaments in Idaho, like state Ams and stuff like that. And I just really wanted him to come out and just caddy, caddy for me. And just carry the bag, walk with me, talk with me, like no big deal. He didn't really need to pick clubs or find yardages or do anything like that. But it ended up being really well. He knew what I liked and he started to figure out my numbers and really just made me so comfortable, like giving me a second opinion if I needed one and stuff like that. So now it's it's led to a really good between the both of us on the golf course we've I mean we've both um agreed prior to him coming out to caddying we're like we need to realize that when we're working that's work and when we're home that's home and there's a difference so it's like as soon as we got out of the car or the pickup we would know okay game on game face you're the caddy I'm the player like let's go get it and then as soon as we get back in the car and we're going home then we're back to husband and wife so (laughs) we got a really good system going on right now
2: uh, it's great. And uh, when I was young, my wife caddied for me. And um, then as we got older, she fired me, which was okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't mind that. Then she fired me the other way, too, which was not as good. But um, <laughs> you you will never get to spend that much time with your spouse again just because of the nature mm-hmm. of traveling the road and um, car rides, plane rides. You're you're together all the time so the question is what does he do that drives you crazy
1: <laughs> um a lot of things <laughs>
2: <laughs> he listens
0: in when she does national radio interviews <laughs>
1: <laughs> no I I mean really I think I mean this might be a, a lot of information but before we even got married we made sure that we were best friends before anything really happened and I mean, that's really the way it is still, and we hang out, and when I'm like, oh, I, I want to go shopping by myself or go look for shoes or whatever, and I'll leave him at home in the camper or in the hotel room, and then that's our time apart. So, we, I mean, we really understand that we are with each other 24-7, and it's okay to want to go something by your, go do something by yourself or leave him somewhere like at the hotel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely okay. <laughs> that's, uh, you're doing the right thing. Well, Gabby, it's delightful to meet you. Best of luck out there w- whenever you get started. We know you're going to be ready. It sounds like you're already ready. And, uh, and we hope to get to check in with you again.
1: Perfect. Thank you guys for having me.